Hello, beautiful people. Hello, hello, hello. I am Jared, the football genius Burgess. I am Stephanie Fitzpatrick, aka the Advantage Coach. And this is episode 130 of the Field to the Real podcast. Yes, it is. Yes, we are it is. out of the 120s. Yes, we are. Thank you. Like this is the Truman Show because I said this yesterday. <laughs> right. And I'm over here like Groundhog Day. Like, right. what is this? <laughs> Same day, just keep repeating yourself. Yeah, just keep repeating itself. Like, oh my gosh. We'll let you guys yeah. in on a little secret. We were recording yesterday and it feels like yeah. the enemy's trying, you know what I'm saying, abduct our podcast because <sighs> uh, we started recording and the power went out on my end. And so um, we are back weird. recording on a Friday, which um, is weird. We for us. A, yeah, we haven't done that in a very long time. Not unless it was alive, which we got to get to. Yeah, we got to do that again. Yeah. Come on, Coach December Prime. 2nd. Decent, December 2nd. December 3rd. 3rd? Live. Yeah, because that's a Thursday. Oh, that's the, yeah. Let's do so it December live. 3rd, live. Let's do it live. Let's do it live. Let's, yeah. not let, let's not let the people know about you know no of name, course not who would want to do 3rd, that right <laughs> you just get to call well, me out for everything but who well, would want to do that <laughs> we're gonna lose some listeners if we said something <laughs> we will not oh man no nah, nah, we won't we won't but no we nah, will we, not we might miss we might miss a few <laughs> <laughs> we will not i promise you but anyway no nah, Nah, so it, it is all good. We uh, <laughs> we happy to be recording this morning because yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, we usually record on Thursdays. We had a brief stint of recording Friday mornings, um, but that was that was a bit arduous. Yeah. You know, um, so we started back. Y'all, Jerry using SAT words on y'all. Shout out to my boy Tuan who who affectionately calls me big word jerk yeah <laughs> absolutely and it's like I, I don't even i don't even intentionally do it at this point like it's just i go for the best word and i grab I'm like it. arduous yeah, okay like, i mean everybody might not know i knew what you meant but i'm like okay <laughs> shout out to jerry for the sat word vocabulary word Morning. Look, yes. look, look, I don't even be that confident in it though, because in about five minutes, I was going to look on my uh, dictionary.com app and like, did I use that right? Did I say that right? <laughs> You're right. It's yeah. good. It was good context. Yeah. yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Golly. Oh, right. y'all. So this who's really right though? Yeah. Um, is a surprise. It's going to be a surprise on the side know. that we're both going to be I... on. Uh, because for those of you who don't know, <laughs> Stephanie's second favorite team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is. Um, that is probably next to the Patriots, my least favorite team, which is why it was surprising that I picked them to win the division. Yeah. And so I'm not even all that mad that I'm wrong with that. Who's really you right wrong to death with that one? I was yeah. wrong. Oh, yeah. And they my team, and you know I was like, eh, right. no, I'm wrong with Cleveland. But I don't but see we, it. <laughs> We both might be wrong. Yeah, I don't see that either right now. Cincinnati, uh <laughs> right. They the shockers. Like, where did y'all right. come from? Where y'all come from? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but no, it's good stuff. But yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised at this one, Jerry. I mean, yeah. well, I'm not surprised because I know why, but well, yeah. I know it seems weird for think, us to be on the sides that we're on yeah, this particular in, issue. In a in a vacuum, it would look pretty weird, but contextually. Yeah. I understand why you sit on the side that you sit on and you probably have no idea why I'm sitting on the side that I'm sitting on. So well, we just had this conversation, but you're welcome to your opinion. <laughs> to save you guys the suspense, today's who was really right is, um, is it over for Big Ben? Is it over for him? Um, and as mostly, <laughs> Step, <laughs> where do you side? Or where do you sit um, on this argument? 
Um, I, again, you all probably can tell from our context clues mm -hmm. that um, I am of the opinion that Big Ben is Dawn. Mm. Um, like, a, you're going to appreciate this, like a dried out roast. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to say, I've, I've not always been a fan. Mm -hmm. I was, well, I'm going to say this. When they were, when Jerome Bettis was still there, yeah. when Mike Tomlin had just arrived, I felt mm -hmm. like that was the perfect combo. Like, they all yeah. just really, and then that defense was so stout. Like, that was when... I felt like Ben Roethlisberger was at his best. Mm -hmm. um, they won the Super Bowl, you know, all of those things. And then I started feeling a little funny when you had such great talent come in at running back after Jerome Bettis um, or you know what I'm saying? Like the pieces yeah. that were being put or Antonio Brown, the pieces that right. were around you. Mendenhall, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, like yeah. you have had, you know, some pretty up, some pretty high up kind of talent around you and not like you all should have been, funny you said this, the Patriots, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. You've If Ben Roethlisberger was still at the, I don't even want to say at the pinnacle. I, if he was still the the quarterback that he was then, okay. And I mean, let's be clear. He's had some wish. I'm looking at his numbers right now. The only thing that I see that's like really, he stayed in that. I mean, you know, obviously the years he was hurt, his numbers were down. Yeah. But he's been consistent with things like, um, you know, the yards and the touchdowns and that kind of thing. But his like his his quarterback rating mm -hmm. has taken a nosedive. Yeah. I mean, it was still high in 2018. But once he got hurt in 2019, mm -hmm. it's, I don't think he's been the same. Mm. I just okay. don't. I, since he came back, I, and, and believe it or not, last year, because they, they, they had a playoff run last year, mm -hmm. his numbers rating was good again. But I'm just talking about what I see. Yeah. Like, you know, because I don't never, stats are never my thing. Right. I just pulled him up to see where he was. And for mm -hmm. the most part, he's been consistent. Right. Um, around 65% um, completion rating. Yeah. That You know, those kinds of things have stayed consistent throughout his career. I just, it's maybe for me, the reason I say it, it's not about, because we, we meaning Atlanta Falcons fans, know numbers mean jack squat. Because Matt Ryan stays at the top with mm -hmm. numbers but that doesn't equate to wins that doesn't equate to seeing <laughs> your team succeed yeah so i guess it's not for me about his performance as far as stats go it's the passion it's the it's the attitude about it it's the that whole thing I think with him and Antonio Brown, it did something to him. Oh, yeah. And he's just not been the same passionate football player to me mm -hmm. since, that, since that all went down. Okay. So from that point is where I want to enter, right? Okay. Because you just alluded to kind of my argument. The reality is they haven't had the same level of talent since Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. They just right. haven't. I mean, Juju, Juju. Smith-Schuster, 
I mean, now they got Clay, uh, Claypool. He pretty good. Now. Claypool, no, Claypool is really good. Yeah. Um, but he ain't no Antonio Brown. No. And neither one of them are. Well, thank you. Well, shut up, Stephanie. Huh? I was about to say something. Go ahead. <laughs> and, and this this running back they have now that they got out of uh, Alabama, I can't think of his name at the at the moment, but um, he looks like he's going to be okay. But yeah, he ain't no Le'Veon Bell. No, and and the fact that you could use Le'Veon Bell in the way that you used him, right, was right. very helpful for Ben. And yes. Mike Thomas said this the other day: like Ben used to could move, he used to could run around. He can't. He those days are well, behind wasn't, him. He wasn't running then. He, it was more of a shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he was able to move around in the pocket, and and he just doesn't <laughs> have that mobility anymore. Exactly. And so I, I think that I think it's a combination of those things but i think that if they are able to get some talent around him i don't think he's done he still has a big arm you know and and you know i don't fight me for this like when i look at him throw a ball it's like okay i still see it like in contrast when i look at matt uh matt ryan throw a ball now like he he underthrows a lot yeah and it's it's like you wonder like man like is is he is he injured like does he just not have it anymore? Right. Because one thing you used to say about Matt Ryan is he throw a pretty deep ball. It's a pretty deep ball. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so now it's like, um, you you know, I went to the game the other day. Shout yeah. out to my uncles, all my uncles who uh, <laughs> came that was down. That so cool. <laughs> um, and we all went to the game together. Um, some of those plays, like, were touchdowns. If he mm-hmm. just completes the football, if he, you know, lays the ball. Gets it where it needs to, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, um, to go back to <laughs> who we were talking about, Ben yeah. Ben isn't having that problem. Mm-hmm. At least I, I don't see. I haven't seen that. Um, I've seen him having a problem with being protected. I, I have seen the issue with accuracy. That's what but, I was about to say. The accuracy isn't yeah. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. the accuracy isn't there. I'm sorry. That's that's the part for me. And I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like again, I'm not questioning his talent. Yeah. That's not it. But you just put two points on the board for me. His mobility and that accuracy. What else are you in this day and age at this, in this present NFL? You're going to have to be able to move even a little bit. Listen, Matt Ryan even move around a little bit. Mm-hmm. You got Ben has been hurt, his, especially in his lower extremities so many times at this point he was already a big old slow lumbering quarterback Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the beginning (laughs) so now it's like your feet are in quicksand like you literally are just yeah well so in fairness right i think that i think the i think the accuracy thing can be shored up i think the mobility thing is just him but who is the quarterback in this league that is probably more immobile than he is? Tom Brady. Exactly. So yeah. it's not necessary. So in fairness to this, Tom Brady has a really good offensive line. I was going to say, he'll never have to worry about running. <laughs> the Steelers are starting three rookies on their offensive line. And so, you know, I, I think it's a bit premature to say like it's over for him. I, I, I still see like he has a big arm okay. and I just think that they just need the Steelers got to put some more talent around. They so, just, in other words, for you, it's it's management, not yeah. him. No, yeah, it's management. Definitely not. Business. It's management, not him. Yeah. Basically, is what you're saying. He needs a great. He needs a great offensive line. Yes, because he can't move. <laughs> yeah. So he needs a great offensive line, and he needs to have, like you said, some top tier receivers since he can mm-hmm. still throw it down the field, like. Like what he would do with a Kyle Pitts or a Calvin Ridley. Listen. Now, if in free agency he can get Allen Robinson or, you know, um, what other receivers? Somebody like a Cooper Cup or something like that. Oh my God, you know Man. Cooper ain't going nowhere. Adam Thielen. <gasps> yeah, nah, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, listen, he's like, I'm in love. Y'all brought yeah. me back to Stafford. Oh Thank my you. God. <laughs> they are like, romancing it like on the field it's like crazy to watch <laughs> i don't want to change subjects but it's so disheartening uh, to look at the seahawks defense and yeah when they were legion of do- like uh, legion of Bo- this is like y'all just the legion of something else yeah 
Dude. <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> to put two of them there. <laughs> like, what is happening? Yes. Because yeah. you just see Russell working his butt off and... and and then yeah. he broke that finger last night. Oh, that's why they keep showing it. I was like, why are y'all sure? Like, just making it like where you can just, I was like. Right. Ooh, coming from somebody who's broken a finger before, it doesn't yeah. even really hurt that bad in the moment. It doesn't. Ooh. It is after the game when all of those aches Adrenaline. and pains start to set in and that adrenaline yeah. rays off. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Because he was just as calm. The thing was just mm-hmm. sticking down like that. He was just calm. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. oh. It was too much. Who I was okay. Another side note. Sorry, y'all. Uh-huh. Did they changed the rules about showing gruesome things because them showing that, and then Saturday when Stanford oh, yeah. played um, Oregon. Oh yeah. And that wide receiver that dislocated his ankle and his foot was turned the other way, and y'all just oh, yeah. kept. It's like oh, did, did you miss you miss Friday night then the University of Maryland game. Yeah, what happened? Uh, the dude had a Willis McGahee type injury, but you remember Willis McGahee's was like quick. Yeah. Just a couple of seconds. This yeah. thing went on for about 10 seconds where his leg was just bent in the wrong direction. It didn't break, but you could just see, yeah, all them ligaments gone. All of them. <sighs> all of them. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Bad. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, why? But why do they keep showing that stuff? Like, come on, they used to go away from it. Like, right? They'd be like, we'll be back, commercial break, something. No, y'all look this booming in. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to see that. I was like, this brother leg, this way, and his foot that way. What are we doing? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, that was too much. I, I wanted to hurt Corey because Corey had me watching because, you know, uh, uh-huh. his boy go to Stanford. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I'll watch the game. And then I look up, <laughs> Cord is dirt biking. You ain't even watching this. Hilarious. <laughs> really? I'm up here watching gruesome things and you're not even watching? Oh, man. Yeah. So anyway, but y'all, sorry, we all off. But Ben, yeah. I won't say that. I was about to say I love you. I won't say that. I like you. Mm-hmm. You good. You have served your 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 time well with mm-hmm. Steelers, but I, I think you know just from a heart. It's a heart check for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the empathic part of me that just sees when people are just. Mm, my heart like it just ain't like it used to be. Yeah. Kind of thing. I'm just doing it because it's what's comfortable now. Almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's just how I see it. So. It's a no for me. No. I think he got some more. He, he got a little bit left in the tank. Okay. I think he does. No, you need to say what you said. Don't say a little bit. Say how many years you said you think. I say got. About, he got about two, three more years. Can't see it, Jesus. I don't even know if his body going to hold up for two or three more years. <laughs> just saying. Lord. And, I'm just, know, especially without today. no line what are you supposed to do that's true and, well, and, that, and that's what needs to be fixed so so my feeling about the amount of time that he he probably has left and um you know the fact that he does still have some left in the tank is it's definitely conditional it's conditional on them putting talent around him because to me like we saw what I mean Tom Brady is Tom Brady but we saw what he looked like when he didn't have much talent around him you know what I'm saying? And people thought it was over for him. Like people thought he fell yeah. off a cliff. Yeah. And so you know, that's funny. Any good quarterback can look pedestrian when he just doesn't have the talent around him. That's true. This is true. I will give you that. Yeah. So yeah. let us know who's really right. Yes. Do you think it's over for Ben? If you do, then you agree with Stephanie. If you think he has a little bit left in the tank and he can go a couple more years few more years then you agree with me and y'all let us know okay all right so <clears throat> after reading this story i don't really know what <laughs> it's like we've seen this so many times the coach the basketball coach at Rutgers, the you know uh well bobby knight 
<laughs> just gonna say it, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, and I got love for Bobby Knight too, because he just reminds me of my college football coach. But oh. um, because because all of his players, like all of Bobby Knight's players, for the most part, they talked about how he would blow up and stuff like that, but they also talked about how much love he showed them. And so yeah. it just wasn't a one-sided thing. Right. You know. And they, the thing about it is, if you're going to blow up at me, at least let me know that you, um, that it's out of a, a place of love. Right. Right. Not not out of this selfishness to see us win and you that's all you care about, you right? Care about like, that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that I think Gino R.M. is that way. Mm-hmm. Even though he's coaching women, he's still a very aggressive, assertive mm-hmm. coach, but right. they know he loves them at the end of the day. Exactly. And that's the piece that that's missing from some of these coaches who think that it's just about the yelling and the screaming. Clip. You know? Clip. Former Florida women's head basketball coach, Coach Neubauer, um, there are allegations against him for his treatment of his players. Um, Haley Lorenzen, who mm-hmm. had a potential career in the WNBA, yep. um, doesn't even want to play anymore. She nope. says she didn't pick up a basketball for a year after playing for him. That's huge. I, if as a coach, your job, like I get it, college, professional even high school to some extent your, your job is to win games right but not high school as much but yeah i, I mean know, it is, is the, i mean any sports you any competitive thing you do your right. goal is to win but at high school i think the, the bigger focus should be on developing mm-hmm. the player but that's yeah. neither here nor there go ahead with your yeah. point now i will and i was just gonna say that i will just to all coaches the point should be to develop your players. And so um, there isn't any secret sauce to winning, I don't believe, but I do believe that players will play hard for you if they know that you care about them and not that your goal is just to win games. Because, like, I play for a lot of coaches. The coaches who, and you could see it, the coaches who I had a relationship with and that it was more than just football or basketball or whatever sport I was playing or baseball, Right. Um, you can see the difference in, you know, what I'm saying the level of production, the response so, from the players. Absolutely. Right. Yes, I want to play for you. Right. Right. When it's when it's a good relationship. Exactly. Because yeah. there's a level of accountability there that happens, mm-hmm. you know, mentally in the middle of a play. Right. You say, man, listen, I ain't trying to hear Coach McKelvin mouth. <laughs> about, oh, not, uh, about, <laughs> about not closing down on this block <laughs> yeah yeah but you know and it's stuff like that you think about like you know um and so it's it's disheartening to see a story like this where a player says Absolutely. she didn't even pick up a basketball for a year because of him that's deep yeah. like the the level of disdain that you have to have when this has probably been your, your she was she is because she's not mm-hmm. dead six three, yeah, with a potential to go play in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. That part that you had enough talent because she was the tenth Gator to reach like a hundred career starts or mm-hmm. something like that. So she started her whole her whole, her whole time there. Yeah. So for you to go from that. To not even wanting to touch a basketball, the toxicity (laughs) that you experienced had to be epic. Yeah. It had to be. I'm Mm -hmm. thinking, what is it that I love so much that I would do like that? That my gosh, that I that it it I somebody else would have such an impact on me doing it that I wouldn't want to do it anymore. Right. That is deep. Yeah. That is deep. I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. Um, fortunate for anybody else that goes to um play there. I think he is no longer He's there. He's no longer the coach, yeah. He's no longer yeah, he is no longer there. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, and and I think that there's a lesson in this too, because 
um, just this past spring or summer, mm-hmm. like their AD came out and was like, Cam, says Cam is building his program the right way and making steady progress. Don't don't speak before you know all of the facts. Mm-hmm. So I just, yeah. Yeah. It's just sad. But, and, and I really don't want it because I know it's not just a gender thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but sometimes I can't help but to wonder in situations like this, mm-hmm. if you are not a closet misogynist, or not so closeted, I don't know. Misogynist, and you have this mindset that you can talk to and treat them any kind of way because they're females. Before we started, we were having this conversation about bullying and being, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Would you would you do this if it was a six eight dude? Yeah. Just asking. Or are you Man. tough because you can be tough because they're women? Or you think you can be tough because they're women. Mess around and hear a story about him being spree willed. Right. By a woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Um, and so I, I didn't look and I should have to see if he had received any offers or if he had gone, because I know this is mid-July when he resigned. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he's received any offers to go and coach somewhere else between yeah. now and then. Because yeah. it's it would be a travesty to do so mm-hmm. unless he's getting some kind of help for his say, you got to figure out a way to manage people that is not bullying mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so yeah sorry if you can't tell i was real i was real nah, I, know, I, know, I know yeah <laughs> like, what you done made this baby give up a whole career Crazy. Now she's a sales rep for a construction company. Not that I'm diminishing her job, but mm-hmm. she could have been in the WNBA and you ruined that for her. Yeah. That, that, that's truly unfortunate. So, uh, either way, so all I right. I pray she, she finds like healing and maybe if it's possible, she get back to basketball, you know. Yeah. And that's for all of them because they all experienced it. Mm-hmm. Whoever was there from 2017 to this past season, right. I pray for all of y'all yeah. <laughs> that there is healing from what is probably trauma and abuse. <laughs> yes. So mm-hmm. I pray healing for them. You're right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now we got to jump into this Tom Brady going back to Foxborough thing. And I'm going to make this quick. Yeah, because you used the word the other. You you used the word the other day when we talked about this. Perfect word. Say it. Anticlimactic. Very much so. Very much so. What was that? Nineteen or seventeen? I like. I expected it to be. You know, and maybe the weather had a little bit to do with it. But no, because this happens all over. It didn't rain just in Foxborough. (laughs) It rains everywhere. No. True. No. They played in the freaking snow and scored more points than this. You know, no. what? you are absolutely right. I'm no. gonna take I'm gonna take that defense away from them. Yes, no. It no. just it didn't look good. I honestly I didn't even stay up for the whole game. I did just because I wanted well, it was for selfish reasons. Honestly. Yeah. I, I I wanted to you make wanted, sure that the Bucks won. Yeah, I was about to say you want to tell everybody <laughs> that game. Because you wanted the evil genius. <laughs> I did not want to see the evil burns. genius win. I did not want him to have that to hold over Tom Brady's head. Yeah. I did not want that. You know where I'm going in a few weeks. Yeah. I got out there saying, uh-huh. yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's it on that one. I, I, I just wanted yeah. to say like that. I, it, yeah, it well, really even even their exchange after the game was anticlimactic. Yeah. I can't get the word out now. Anyway, it was, I was just like, okay. that's all y'all gonna do? That little hug, really? that little fake hug. Well, that's, I mean, I guess he got more than most people get. That's true. From Belichick. Like, yeah. he definitely ain't hugging people. So. Nah, right, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that I was more than. Not, I thought he was gonna get on the, uh, get a pat on the back. Right. 
just shake his hand and pet him. You actually hugged him. Oh my. I guess that is a little more than what he would normally do. But either way, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Do you want to talk about this Urban Meyer thing? Do you really want to talk about it? I don't know. If, what, I'll say this and we don't have to really talk about it. I'm disappointed because while no, you've not been an NFL coach before, you have been a head coach mm -hmm. in two-story programs now, Florida and Ohio State. Mm -hmm. So you know the pressures, you know the, the way that it works. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's at a different level. Even if you were in the collegiate level, this was unacceptable. Oh, yeah. So that part right there, then I'm going to say this, as a husband mm -hmm. and a father, mm -hmm. you have to be, I, I'm not even saying, see, because what we talked about the other day was, you know, cameras are all around. How about, this is something that uh, Pastor Michael Todd from Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma said about, he said, he talked about this on Sunday, actually, about the pretty women walking mm -hmm. by. He was like, I'm a man, I see him. Right. He said, but I have had to imagine myself a man of high esteem and high integrity that I would not do things mm -hmm. that would stand against that, right? And right. so integrity is doing what's right even when someone isn't when watching. Nobody's looking, right. So this speaks to me to your character, mm -hmm. sir that you would, A, do this if nobody was watching. Mm -hmm. And speaks to your intellect that you would do it knowing that people were watching. That's all I got to say. Yeah. I think we talked a little bit about this um, when I talked about the reason why I stopped coaching. Right. And what in college mm -hmm. we talked about that there's a culture of this, unfortunately, you know, and um, it wasn't it wasn't appealing to me. You right. know what I'm saying? That speaks and to your character. I want to say that I don't want anybody to hear my words and feel that I'm speaking from a place of perfection or anything like that, because I made mistakes and stuff like that. And I'm not, I'm not speaking from that stance, but I just can't get with that. You know what I'm saying? And so my thing to him is you don't owe nobody an apology, but your wife. That's your it. Kids, because your behavior brought shame to your family. Your football team is gonna laugh at you. Yeah, because this is the culture. This is the culture of it's. It's not that it's wrong in their minds. Right. It's this is the culture, and exactly. he he, you got caught. That's yeah. the funny part of this for them. It's not, and and again, right. my aunt told me my auntie told me this a long time ago. When you look at the big scheme of your life, mm -hmm. the things that matter are the things that are closest to you. And if those things that are closest to you, closest to you, are impacted, that's where you focus. Those players, we know the NFL is transient. Mm -hmm. You might develop relationships with people, but they come, they go, right? They stay, they leave, they retire. Mm -hmm. All sorts of things happen. And as the head coach, you might not have a close relationship with all fifty-three people. Mm -hmm. So why am I? You might apologize to them on a surface level, but they certainly did not, I don't believe, deserve, like, you were, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that they care. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't know that they care. Mm -hmm. But however, this has affected your family in a big way. They care. Yeah, I'm sure. Because yeah. I just think from a wife's standpoint, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> where where you coming home to? Ooh, baby. Where do you think you come home to? Mm -mm. Yeah. There was a meme on, on Facebook that said, no, it was a quote. I don't know who put it up, but it said, 
your ex calls you and says, I'm in jail, baby, I'm in jail. What do you say? Don't drop the soap. <laughs> My response was, who's baby? Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Who's baby? Yeah. It's kind of that mindset at that point, like, no. Bye-bye. Ain't been baby in a long time. <laughs> ain't been baby in a long time. But even in this situation, I just be like, okay, well, you've shown me. Like, now I see them. Because, see, I know this ain't the first time. This is the first time it may have been seen by the right. public, but this is not the first time. And I've probably even seen it before yeah. as your wife, because I know. Right. But now you don't embarrass me and I don't, and I gave you another chance because I'm sure that's what's happened in the past. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, you're going to have to pretty much travel across on your knees some broken glass that's sitting on top of some heated coals to get back in my good graces. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. So yeah. <laughs> but I, I yeah. think this is unfortunate. Again, Definitely. I wanted to start it with the whole part about him and this just his conduct. But yeah. this is unfortunate. And yeah, we are so our question was are we expecting too much, right? Are mm -hmm. we expecting too much of him? Yeah. And just, just the moral compass that we expect, I think was my question, the moral compass that we expect from these people, mm -hmm. right? Right. Again, I feel like this was less about football and more personal, this situation. Mm -hmm. So in that respect, I think we in his business and yeah, that was too, it's too much for them to expect him to be this perfect pinnacle person, right? Mm -hmm. It's too much. It is. That's the, right. Because it should be on him and what he has going on with his wife that would right. make him want to or not want to do that. But that's between them. Us, fans, football players, we shouldn't have any, that's not our business. Mm -hmm. That's how I, I mean. Think. I mean, it was made. And our I just business. had a whole opinion about it. I'm sorry, y'all. No, no, it's okay. It was it was made our business, and my only thing is, uh, why are you out here digging in this woman's crotch, and you just lost a football game? <laughs> okay, because you lost the football that game. That was said it just. I, <laughs> I know. Just, just the visual I got, like if, you know, it made me think of Cheeto, right? Uh, yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes yeah um so yeah just yeah maybe because you lost the game that was your mm -hmm. consolation i don't know i don't know either way you're too old mm -hmm. and you should just be a higher quality human being than to do that but that's on you that's your life that's your mm -hmm. choice sorry you know that, sorry not sorry that you got caught doing it and just right. yeah yeah. yeah. That's how you need to release your frustrations. Then you do that if that's what works for you and your family. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. Okay. Mental health moment. Yeah. All right now. Um don't <sighs> fight me. I have not seen Des Bryant's uh I am athlete, the, the one that he was on with everybody. Right. And so, well, I haven't seen the entire thing. You know, I saw a couple of the clips and stuff like that. And so um, him sharing about his anxiety and depression in 2019 um, and the fact that he had went to the hospital 20 times, not knowing what was going on with him. Um, like that part, because I've heard that before, you know, yeah. You and I talked about a story of, you know, um, you know, someone, you know, who yeah. kind of dealt with the same thing. But, you know, yeah. I, I know someone, too, who's like, you know, they, they thought yeah. a panic attack was a heart attack. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So um, when we discuss these these things about mental health and. Um, when I see people lacking the empathy to understand that our mental health 100% affects our physical health. Um, 
which affects our like balance it. overall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it, it makes me proud that someone like Des Bryant, someone who we we may have looked at kind of in the same way that we looked at at Brandon Marshall before we understood like understood some of the what was happening. Right. Absolutely. Before he was diagnosed with person borderline, borderline personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it it makes me it makes me feel it makes it makes me proud to see someone like him come forward and share his story in a way that we would have never even known. Some of us would have just held these preconceived notions about who Des Bryant Absolutely. is was, um, and this this really gave a lot of context. Now I need to watch the entire thing, but yeah, because it's not just this part that that shared so much insight for mm-hmm. me on who he is and why he is the way he is, but it was the entire story of his upbringing of Mm -hmm. all of it. It it all plays such a huge, it just, I was like, oh, and and I will say this because we don't have insight. We don't don't have inside um, contact with a lot of these people that we do. It's so funny how we judge from just what we see in one small little corner of what their lives are, which is what they do for a living. That's so unfair. Like, I don't need, I, I really understand. I was gonna have to check myself from now on because this is the second person. I'm like, wait, I had this whole idea of this person being blah, blah, blah. But hearing this makes me see so much stuff about and knowing now having had this brief moment to see him as just Des Bryant, the person and his passion and the, like he is so much a guy who wants to see everybody succeed. Mm-hmm. And that is not what you would get if all mm-hmm. you knew was what, you saw what is field. portrayed of him mm-hmm. from the football side. Mm-hmm. When you watch it, call me, we'll have a conversation. Cause okay. it totally took, I was taken aback, I ain't gonna lie, by this whole thing, Mm -hmm. because there's two parts. Yeah. There's two parts, and just him and just watching him. But this particular piece of it about his misinformation and non-clear understanding of what was happening to him Mm -hmm. is probably the story of 90% 90% of the people mm. who are undiagnosed. Mm. Yeah. Because they just don't know. And I will speak specifically to our African-American culture mm. to say, it's not like we have conversations in our households, not just about going to therapy, but about some of these diagnoses that people can have, right? Nobody heard about borderline personality disorder before Brandon Marshall said it to some, a lot, well, not nobody, but some people, most people had no idea that this even existed, right? Right. I I have a little, it's a little different because I studied therapy. So I have, Mm -hmm. I understand a lot of the, not a lot, some, because it's a whole bunch of them. some of the diagnoses, the, the typical ones that are in the DSM. Yeah. But for him to have gone to the hospital 20 times shows you what you just spoke about. It starts here, but it ends up here. It's physiological. It becomes a physiological thing. And him probably having symptoms of heart palpitations or, you know, just these, I I can't remember if he actually talked about like some of the symptoms he was, what was sending him back and forth to the hospital. But just to know that you had gone 20 times, that speaks volumes. Who goes to the hospital 20 times in a year? Unless you got some kind of serious illness, right? Mm -hmm. Like, but what? So I'm glad that he was properly diagnosed and that he has been able to put a treatment plan that works for him together. Yeah. As long as you stay in the place of acknowledging and recognizing and acknowledging it, you can 
function and be okay. We watching Brandon Marshall do it every day. Right. Right. But when you're in that space and don't know, you're just going through what you don't even understand. I'm sure that was some of what we saw with Des Bryant on the sidelines. Mm -hmm. Some of the tantrums and stuff that looked very like, what are you doing, bro? Like, why are you acting like you you didn't know how to deal with and express what was really you were really feeling? Yeah. So I I admire him as well for his um for his stance yeah. to, to share his story and be to be willing to share his story. And I love that he said this, that I am athlete podcast was the only place he felt comfortable coming to, to do so. Yeah. And it was a perfect place for him to do it. Yeah. You know he said he perfect. knew he could be vulnerable there. Yeah. And I love that they've given people that platform. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People who typically wouldn't get that. People who preconceived notions are already out there about who they are and what they do. Mm -hmm. So I love it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Good stuff. Good, Good stuff. Final thought. Listen. Listen. Yeah. I knew Come it was only on. a matter of time. I knew it was only a matter of time. <laughs> <laughs> that Bubba Wallace yeah. would win a race and he won not just any race. Right. He won Tal Talladega. Tal Listen, nobody, if you don't know racing, Talladega yeah. is like one of the pinnacle. It's like Daytona Tal Day and Talladega. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Daytona and Talladega. Yeah. Um, and so he's he's the only, he's only the second African American NASCAR driver in history to win a cup series yeah um and so i i don't know if you well just to go back to i am athlete um i remember when they had him on there and they were talking about like just you know him and having the 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 vehicle to win a race and stuff like yeah. that and i i just thought that was interesting because i'm like well if you know that your car can't win like what makes you no, why do you, you get know, out here into this right right um but he spoke about like the anomalies mm -hmm. um, and because he's with Jordan brand, um, you know, that kind of upped, you know, how his car could be configured and stuff like that. And so yes. to actually see him win after that whole noose debacle, you know, that never got really cleared up in my, my opinion. Uh, it, it, it's not just your opinion. It yeah. never got cleared up at all. Mm -hmm. Um, to see him win like it was just a, a proud moment absolutely now what i don't want because you know they had to stop the race at like three wrap three laps left because yeah. of the weather right don't do that to him because oh, he yeah. was winning because i'm sure it's been times in the past when people have like, won this, races this when the game when they had stopped yeah. so y'all not finna put no asterisk no none yeah. of no 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 mm -hmm. this is his win mm -hmm. and you're gonna give it to him and he deserves it so right Kudos to you, Bubba Wallace. Yes. Thank you for, you know, I know you're not the first, but you probably are the most popular African-American mm -hmm. to ever be in NASCAR. And that makes you a trailblazer. Right. And so thank you for going out and then to have Michael Jordan be your sponsor right. is also trailblazing. So thank you for going out and doing your thing and continuing to be diligent to this as you were able to and and it paid off for you so right that that's look that's a spiritual thing all in itself right there like just stay the course yeah because you'll get where you're supposed to get you'll right. get what i have for you if you stay the course safely yes yeah. mm -hmm. Hallelujah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah 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 so kudos bubba wallace yes Yes, congratulations, sir. All right. All right. Show picks. What oh you watching? So this show is going to be a network, broadcast kind of network television um, game changer. Okay. Um, it is like Queen Sugar did for cable. 
Okay. This will do for network TV. Wow, really? Morse Chestnut. Mm -hmm. Debbie Allen. Ooh. Lance, Lance Gross. Hey, you. Who else? Um, what's my dad's name from um from um Daddy Pope? Oh my God, why well, can't think of his oh, name? Oh yes, I can't think of his name either. But I know. Oh he's my God, Morton. Yeah, um, um, Joe Morton. Yes. Joe Morton. Joe Morton. Mm -hmm. And I can't think of her name. The main person in this in the show. I can't think of her name right now. But when I that's a power that's a powerhouse. Mm. cast yeah and the storyline mm -hmm. this is something we have not seen on network mm -hmm. television yeah it's the black hamptons mm. okay. <laughs> so these are elite wealthy black people right and then this chick from chicago steps into town Yes, okay. I've seen the uh the trailer for it. This it's on Fox, right? If I'm not it's mistaken. on Fox. Mm -hmm. Or you can catch it on Hulu. Yes. Mm. It's gonna be good. Okay. I hope it makes it. And if it doesn't make it on network TV, somebody gonna pick it up from yeah. from the other end because that's what they do. Mm -hmm. So this, this. It's going to be, this is going to be good. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I've been watching, couldn't believe it was back. Oh, Sad yeah. to see it go, because this was the final season uh -huh. of On My Block. Yes. I got So it. good. So, you know, I, I love that show. I've only seen episode one. Um, <laughs> but shout out to J-Boy. J-Boy just be saying anything. J-Boy was like, uh -oh. Speaking about the character Jamal, was like, that's gonna be Jack oh. when he get older. Yeah. Jamal, look, what's she Super called dramatic. What is uh Abuela call him? Abuela. Yeah. Jamal, Jamal is Hamal. Hamal is Hamal is a lot. Hamal is a lot. Omal is a lot. I don't know if he's gonna be like that. Okay. But yeah, no, that's a good show. Yeah, I like I really like that show. I was sad to see it go, but it went out really, it went out perfect for that show. That's what I'll say. Okay. So I got Because you know I, I watched it like two days. I was like, oh my God. Uh -huh. my <laughs> so I was like, I got because it's only like 29 minutes. Like I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So my so show. What you watching? The Closer. Dave oh, Chappelle has done okay. it again. Okay. Dave Chappelle has done it again. And people are already calling to have the show, I mean, have the uh, special like boycotted and stuff like that. Yeah. And I truly, truly would question if the people who are calling for this special to be boycotted, if they actually listen to the material. And, and I mean, not like a soundbite, because you could hear a clip and it could be misconstrued, but to hear the entire, like, I'm going to call it a monologue, but that's not the, the correct term I'm looking for, but you hear the entire monologue, the entire, like, uh, entirety of what he said. Like, he, he is truly a comedic genius. The way that he's able to have you look at, you know. <laughs> Every day. Yeah. 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 Um, it is mind blowing, you know. But when is he not being controversial? So why would anybody be surprised? He is just gonna say what he say, and you go, "I said what I said, and I'm good with it. I'm unapologetic about it." Mm -hmm. So the, the people who produced it, who gave him this opportunity, they knew he was gonna be controversial, right? Because that's him. That's how he is, right? Because he says what he feels. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't always mean that you agree. Again, we back to this whole thing of what we were talking about. Doesn't mean you always agree with him. Right. But at the end of the day, he's a comedian. So lighten up, first of all, lighten right. up. Yeah. And 
And if he getting at you that hard with what he's saying, maybe you need to check you. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So anyway. My, okay. That's, that's a good one. one. Okay. Um, anybody, any of you all who haven't seen it yet, please make your way to see it. <laughs> make your way to see it and judge it for yourself, you know. Yeah. But I think that you would probably feel the way that Stephanie and I feel about it. <laughs> it's Dave Chappelle. I mean, right. I go into it with a same thing with Kevin Hart, Cat Williams. Everybody you know got their own style. Yeah. And so when I when I already know. Right. Right? The person that I don't like, I know what style he is. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't like it, right? But I know that. So I don't. Are you yeah. talking about DL Hughley? Uh-huh. What? I don't. So it's okay though. You gotta go listen to D.L. Hughley again. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> so every day that I go to on Tuesdays, I'm I work in the afternoons. And so I get in my car and it's it's on a station that he's syndicator for. Oh yeah. Uh, so you hear the radio. So show. I hear him on yeah. there. Annoyed by okay. Him. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know you irk people. You got a whole segment on your radio show mm -hmm. called Get At DL or something. Yes. Like, like, what? Like, <laughs> okay. So, anyway. But yeah. All right. All we're right. at the end. We're at the end of another one. Yeah. Episode 130 in the books. Woo! If you guys want to get Yes, us, God, you make sure that, that there'll this be happened. Right. Yes. Lord. Yesterday, we were yeah. like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we should take a week off. <laughs> right. A week we take off? Nah. Yeah. All right. But, um, definitely, you know, if you guys want to reach out to us, you know, just to offer your opinion, the support, you know, just to give us some feedback, hit us up at field number two, the real podcast at gmail.com. Um, we're on IG and Twitter, so you can reach out to us there. On IG, it's at Field the Number Two, the Real Podcast. On Twitter, it's at Field the Number Two, the Real P One. Um, you can go to our our Facebook page, and that kind of alerts you guys of when we drop new videos. Um, well, so come to our Facebook page and subscribe or whatever you do on Facebook. <laughs> I think you like on Facebook. You like Jeez. it, yeah. <laughs> Um, but that Facebook page should take you straight to our YouTube page where you can go to our YouTube page, subscribe, you can like, share, comment. Um, and, and no, you not you can. There. You should. Yeah, you should. You should. Yes, you definitely should. And not none of that inappropriate stuff that I be saying sometimes that I got to erase. Um, but, you know, we, we certainly appreciate the feedback. And those of you who like call us in Texas and let us know how you feel about the show. Thank you guys so much for that. Um, that's just your folks because they don't I don't get those really well not really yeah no that's your folks I get them a couple of times a week oh okay yeah oh, no man. that's not me maybe because I'm always really right I don't know what it is step <laughs> I'm just shots fired <laughs> no, no, no no that's real though because I <laughs> That's usually some of the calls I get. Like, nah, I'm I'm riding with Steph this, this time. Oh my gosh, yeah. Nah, I'm just kidding. No, but yeah, and, and, I don't. And I don't, I don't, re I don't, I don't return those text messages. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just playing, y'all. I'm yeah. not listening, man. I'm not. I'm not. No, we no, just, no, Steph. We just we just gotta accept it that you typically are who's really right. And <laughs> I, I've accepted that. I accepted it a long time ago. You know, I had my little ones here and there. But yeah, out yeah. of a hundred, you know, we never go back and talk about who's really right. We should start doing that. You know what? We should have a whole episode dedicated just to going back and looking at yes, who's we really should. right, especially yes, those ones where we can actually see, like, okay, this is this what happened. happened. We thought, yeah. It, yeah, that's a good idea. We should, yeah. like, because I'm like, we never really come back and talk about who won or who's really right. Right. We need yeah. to do that. Okay. We'll dedicate an episode to that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. All right, guys. Okay. As always, we truly appreciate you guys for listening. We love you guys. But we out of here. Peace. Peace. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I ain't even gonna say it this time. <laughs> okay, you see me? I put them up like peace. <laughs> oh Lord! All right, y'all. Now put the cameras on me. 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 Put the cameras on me.